0: Good evening, everyone, again. It's nice to see you all, and tonight we're going to go, we're going to go into, let's begin learning about the three, tfilah, the, the, we spoke before about general talking to Hashem throughout the day and making Him a part of your life, and living with Him and having that constant conversation, but also, there's the three tvilas a day. There's the three, three prayers that we pray a day. Shachras Mincha, Meirev really goes Meirev me- Shachras Mincha, because the day starts from the night. Um, and after that, probably next week in M-tusham, we're going to go back to, um, the source of how, who said? Uh, how, where do we know that we ha- we have to pray this way? Pray, period, right? Um, and hopefully also get into a little bit the difference in obligation between men, women, and where everyone stands. Today also, we plan to go Mirz Hashem through further and to discuss a little bit the the mitzvah of tzitzis, the bracha of tzitzis. Because the, the, the first garment a man will put on. And um, we're going to go into the brach of Al-Natil Asyadayim and Asher yatsa. So that's the menu for tonight. So, again, the, the three tefillahs today, the three prayers today, we're not going to, to, to finish the whole topic. We're going to continue it next week along with uh, the other things we mentioned. We're just going to touch it and open up the topic. <sighs> the Gemara says in Brochus the following, right? Itmar, right? The prayers, and we just had this in the last week's Parsha, that when Rivka Menu came to see Yitzchak, when she was brought back by Eliezer, and they came to, to Yitzchak's home, um, to Avram Avinu, back to, that they reached a destination, and they saw Yitzchak coming out, went out to converse in the field. Rashi explains in the Posach it's a Loshan Tefillah it's a way of describing prayer as a conversation Rashi brings a a, a, Pruh he backs that up with um, a a Posach in Tehillim where it says a a prayer for a, a poor man as he wraps himself in it when someone prays and understands that I for myself really have nothing everything I have is from Hashem and He's the one that can give me everything And in front of Hashem, he will pour out his Sikhoi. The same word, sicha. He'll speak, he'll talk out, he'll pour out what's on his heart. Sicha, is a way of conversation. So that's how we learn that losuach basoda is referring to prayer. And our sages teach us that that was mincha. That was mincha. Avram Avinu, we had in the previous parashas Vayashkem Avram baBoiker, were a few times by the Akedah and by when he went to Daven Fesdoim. Um, that was Shachars, the, the the morning prayer. And Yaakov Avinu um, composed Ma'ariv, right as the Gemara says. This was when he went to Daven for Sedayim, I believe. He went back to the yeah, when he went back to the place that's also from here. We learned that a person should have a designated place to pray, a designated shul, a designated place in the shul, because that and that enhances the quality of the prayer. It's something it's not something that you just do on the fly. And even when someone has to daven at home, or he doesn't have a shoe for whatever reason, he's somewhere far away. He can't. There's a, He'll be in a place where he has to He won't be able to daven in a minion, Wherever he is, he should designate a place that this is the place where I daven. This is the spot. Kviyas, when you when you're. It's uh, a very good question. When uh, why is it important to have a place? So the Gemara says, Whoever designates a place for his um his prayer, the the God of Avram, so to speak, has the S'chus of Avram Avinu. I think Avram We learned from Avram Avinu this concept of Kviyas makam, of going. La He went to pray, talked to Hashem in that place where he always had, where he always where he always was but when we when we have a designated place imagine you would you would um, i right, take the concept of fast food i don't know if it's a good example but what's the what's the idea of fast food right chick chock, wherever i am on the fly on the run on the go nutritionally that does, that food doesn't have the same effect it's eating right person's not going to die of hunger but does it have the same nutritional value as actually sitting down to a meal no when you, you sit down, sit and not stand, A, slowly chew, swallow, and then again, but what that the food gets absorbed, the even for people that try to lose weight, that's a very key factor because then the body has registers and the metabolism and, and everything, everything registers properly, and so you don't build up excess. And everything. Once everything gets digested, better so a person doesn't gain as much weight, unnecessary, unhealthy weight. He, and so on. In in ruchni, it's the same thing. In, in spirituality, it's the same thing. Trila, first of all, when I'm, I'm talking to someone, right? Imagine having a meeting with someone on the go. Is it the same thing? No. You go to office. There's a place. There's a seat for you. A seat for the other person. When we come to talk to the ruchni them. When it's on the go and on the run, not necessarily is it ineffective, but the quality is definitely not the same. So many times we have um, people, right? Especially now that the winter is coming and the days are getting shorter, right? So not always. Ideally, if someone has the same place to daven all his all the prayer, all the prayers every single day, that's amazing. Practically, that's not always possible. So at least wherever wherever you are, to try as much as possible to stabilize that, at least in the morning, in the evening, and even during the day at work, have a place for yourself. This is where I in. Give it, it It gives it importance. It shows it that this is not just something. This is something vital, fundamental, and important. And that's why I'm giving it the respect of designating a place and a time for it. Rabbi, is it also to teach us uh, commitment? It, you learn commitment from it, but okay, why is it? To learn commitment from it sho- this action shows that you are committed. Everything we do is is we're living commitment. Some people have we train. That's how we, we train ourselves. Have commitment issues, huh? Some people have an excuse that they have commitment issues, so we work on that. <laughs> the whole Torah is commitment. We are committed. Um. Commitment issues, this, uh, oh, they have the same excuse by many things. That's actually interesting uh, for a different time, a different day, a different topic. Of. I recently had a, a little insight in, in, in how that works, uh, meaning with people having, they say they have commitment issues, they have a hard time, you know, they go out with someone for a month, two months, three months, six months, one year, two years, but they can't commit to getting married. So it's interesting, not for now. Um, some people get married they have other common issues <laughs> where that stems from where that stems from the uh, head the head's a pretty fundamental part without it so we know we have a trouble chickens they can go without heads for a while you know, but, uh, but humans Something not uh? I actually saw that one. yeah sure that uh, I'm I, that I told we, the chicken and it just kept running yeah 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 <laughs> yeah Same. Yeah. The when 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 uh I was dating my wife, so they had a very wise teacher um in high school by the name of uh Mathis Blum was he was a Roman Queens, passed away a few years ago. Um very, very wise man, and he would give them uh this was in twelfth grade, Ifapods, It's called Something interesting, some sort of t- inter yeah, interesting tidbits for awkward moments on dates. So, some random stuff. So, this is where there was there used to be the, the chicken called Mike the Headless Chicken. Anyone heard of that years ago here in, in America before I was born? Um, and um, basically, there was this guy that he he um he realized that the chicken could really go on living. The, the brain, I don't remember all the details, is very, very small. The chicken could technically live. He cut off the head, there was because he, he saw the, the chicken, they slaughtered the chicken, and the chicken kept on running. So he devised a way to feed the chicken through a pipe, going into the pipe, and the chicken, he would make stunts with it. He would, he would go around the country, and for six months, this chicken lived. So that was my uh, uh huh he did it for a few it was it was written up well, this is years and years and years ago. There was a whole system of how to do it. this was my first date with my wife somewhere on the beginning of the highway. This was my introduction. It was uh, Baruch Hashem. It was very interesting really it was I gotta tell you I just got my license then so I was trying to hold on. My mother-in-law would have known that I just got my license a month and a half before I went on my first date. She would have never, never let my wife go with me. and would make her take a cab. I didn't tell her. She found that later. Anyway, back to what we were, what we were talking about. Uh, so that when you when you designate a place, that um, it, it shows respect. It shows that this is important for the principle of it and for yourself. Because when you commit yourself to a place and a time, then the, it's part of giving. Why? Why you think why? Because it's something important. It's part of yourself that you're investing into this. So the quality of your tefillah, way is, it's a whole different, a whole different level. So. Avram tiken tefilah shachar, shenemar v'yashkam Avram b'boiker, el amok ha'ma shom ha'tshom, amido, elot filah, standing up, we are standing in front of the king, at attention, elot filah, <laughs> yitzchok tiken tefilah smincho, shenemar, yitzchok instituted the afternoon prayer, shenemar v'yayetze yitzchok l'suach basoda, lifnois erev. yitzchok went out to... Converse in the field towards the evening. Which is Mincha. Generally the time of Mincha, the Plaga Mincha is not midday. It's we, we start Dalin Mincha around an hour after after midday. But the Plaga Mincha, the time of the time in the day of Mincha, is closer to sun, like an hour and a half before sunset. Yakiv tikens will arvis. Yaakov avinu composed, uh, instituted the evening prayer. Shenemar Shom And he came to the place. And v'yifga literally means he touched. He got there and he stayed over. He stayed over the night. He ain't let's And that's also a reference to prayer. The Gemara also brings down that the three tefillahs that we have, that we that we pray the times, there's there's times for them, right? The time for the morning prayer, there's a limit till when you can pray the morning prayer, the same goes for Mincha and Mayr. That that corresponds to the time that the the daily offerings were brought in the in the in the Holy Temple. There was a tamid shal carbon tamid, which literally means tamid, it's always consistent, consistent and committed. Might as well. In the morning, which began from the, from sunrise. That's where the ideal time to die Shachar is at sunrise, if at all possible. Um, that means shmaneser, uh, the amidah, the, the amidah prayer. Then came the Tommet Shel Har Bayim. Again, the, the constant offering which was brought every single day. Meaning as opposed to other offerings which were brought on holidays, on Shabbos, for special occasions. Um, in the, of Bein Har which is the afternoon, closer to the evening. And then there was the Hekter Chalavim which happened that night, which was when the the limbs were being burned on the mizbeach, which myravka corresponds to that. Myravk Kriyashma, There's a mitzvah to say kriyishma at night as well. <clears throat> and the carbonus, the offerings that were brought in by Samikdash, influenced the entire world. Right? It had an effect on the entire world. The Gemara says that the, the Gentiles when they were based this was destroyed, they themselves didn't realize what they were doing to themselves, because they were hurting themselves. Because the, the 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 abundance and the the whatever we the world had because of um, because of the work that was being done, because of the service that was being done in the samigdash the whole world benefited from it. When Yisamikdash were destroyed, that light that you know, Tomatoes don't taste like tomatoes anymore. If we think we know what a blue sky is, think what we know what a blue sea is, what, a, what beauty is, we don't know what that is anymore because we lost that with the destruction of the temple. So, that's how powerful that was. We have a um, we have that power somewhat with our prayer with our service but obviously not on the same level as we had it when we had the by some english <clears throat> so that's an introduction of where we have this idea at all of three prayers in one day, having to, the, those three prayers, a little bit of what they correspond to, where, where, where they, what they represent, and next week, God willing, we're going to go into understanding exactly how they were instituted, how each of our four, how our forefathers approached it, what they did, and when, when it was instituted fully into Kali Strong so that's and as well as the times and what what everything corresponds. to. We'll go into more detail in Mitzvah next week. Now, let's take a look at the prayer itself. All right. So we a man wakes up and uh, he washes up. He washes negev And And um, after that, he makes a bracha of, on his titzis. So we actually the bracha al tirota is. In the Sidurim, it's printed afterwards. Um, just a little bit of a understanding how that works. It used to be that one would say all the brachas, all the, the blessings of the, of the morning, as he would be waking up, washing up, getting dressed. For example, we have a brachat saying, Hashem, Malakha, Olam, Malbesha, Blessed are you, God, for giving us cloth for clothing those who don't have clothes. Meaning that we, right, a baby is born into the world without any clothes, and he gets who who's our provider? Who provides our parents will have to provide us? Hashem, Hashem is our provider of everything. He would say, uh, we, you would say that as you would be putting on your clothes, or after you put them on. Um, Hamechin Mezadei Gover, he who, who um. He prepares the path of man. Not right? either you would say that when you, after you put on your shoes, or as you would start walking, um, and so on. Al nati le really. So what? What happened? For the sake of clarity, and people start getting confused, or missing it wasn't as clear and for the sake of clarity and for the sake of... So we, we, the, the sages instituted everything in when you come to shul. When you come, when you start praying, everything goes in order. So the reason that, so the reason that the bracha of tzitzit will come before al til e or where normally that, you could make that bracha right after Negel is because when you come to shul, the first thing you do is put in your thalas. And after you go into the bracha but technically, and many do this, only till that's Asher Yotzar, or the bracha after the bathroom, is people say it at home. And they brach satur also many people will say earlier, but we're going to go according to the order of the Siddur. So, tzitzis. right? Tzitzit applies a mitzvah for men, that in every four-cornered garment you have strings, which remind us of HaKadosh Baruch, who is running the world, and he's all over, and reminds us of the mitzvahs, it corresponds to the mitzvahs, the, the amount of knots and strings end up, the the numerical value of them ends up being 613, which in, in, in tzitzis, what does it say in the parashah in the part of the Torah that talks about tzitzis, where he isem o'yeseh, yuzhartem is called mitzvah Hashem, you'll see them, and it will remind you that, about the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs that Hashem gave us. You... Um, the point is that when you see something, it's supposed to make an impression. It's supposed to think. Today we're, we're we're we have so much information coming coming going, that everything just goes just like a shield, like an oil oil just slides off. But really, things things are supposed to make an we're supposed to be impressionable by the right things. So just a few words about tzitzis. First the bracha itself, and this is a bracha which we say the 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 beginning text at least for all mitzvahs, right? Blessed are you Hashem, our God, who the King of the world, who be who Ashekidishanu, I think in, in the English dharm, I think they translate it as who made us holy. But what is it really? How is that? What he betrothed us so like a condition like a like a husband betrothed his wife, right? You give a ring, her and kudashusli. Hashem Baruch Hu did that to us, and we remind ourselves of that every time we make a brach. Asher be you separated us and made us holy, made us Yours by giving us Your mitzvahs. Through the mitzvahs, through us doing Your mitzvahs, that's how we connect. That's how we nurture that relationship. V'tivano, and you. um and you commanded us to do this mitzvah. Of tzitzis, our mitzvah tzitzis. Another important when we important to realize, there are many, many deep meanings in all everything that we do. There are many corresponds to this, corresponds to that. Asher k'dushanu be First and foremost, why am I doing a mitzvah? Because God commanded me to. And in a certain way there's nothing more beautiful than that. Doing something because because you told me to, and I'm doing it for you. And many times we uh, if it goes back to Ishlaimamallah, Slayam Allah Shira Shirim, he expresses and explains the the relationship with Hashem bringing it as an example the relationship of husband and wife Right when when a um, wife asks her husband to to make up uh, a cup of tea should we do the tea or should we do the garbage example huh? which one tea or garbage what do you say tea or garbage again? which example should we bring the wife asking the husband to make a tea or the wife asking the husband to take the garbage tea tea okay Chai. good example yeah. We'll use the tea example tea or coffee you know the the can't say this one in English coffee right <laughs> if anyone doesn't understand I'll try my best someone comes and he comes to be a guest, Comes to somebody's house one person offers him would you like some tea or would you like some coffee he says, I would like some, what do we say? Tea. tea. He says, "Nope, sorry, it's going to be coffee. You didn't get, you guessed wrong. <laughs> um, alright. So the wife asks the husband to make a cup of tea. And the husband really knows there are many benefits in making this cup of tea. His wife will be happy. Um... Maybe he'll, you know, supper will be better tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, maybe she'll be nicer to him. Maybe different benefits that uh, anyone can think of. But he says, I'm not doing this because of anything that I may... Any, for any political agenda, we'll call it. I'm doing it because I love my wife. She's the most important in the world to me. My one and only she asked me to make her a cup of tea, and that's the only reason that I'm doing it—to fulfill her will. The same could go for the husband; we could do the other way around, also. Husband has his wife, not to take out the garbage, to make a cup of coffee, tea, you know. pour him some scotch. Ice, you know, she does it because because he's my husband, because I love him. <laughs> And I want to do something for him, because he asked for it. And Chazal actually explained to us that, God Doing something because you are commanded, in a certain sense, in a way, in, is greater than doing it when, voluntarily. Specifically, and then you think, why? Right? The didn't way didn't we just have with Rivka that one of her biggest attributes is that she went above and beyond. She did even what wasn't asked of her. That's very nice to go above and beyond. But when you're doing something because you're asked, there, there was a, I knew a Jew who a survivor of the war. He would he would ask his children specifically to do things from not to exploit them or, or abuse them. Chas, he wasn't that type of person. His children didn't were never abused. And they, they loved him and, and they said this over by his funeral. Things that he may have could have done himself, maybe. For sure, not maybe. He was a very strong person. But he was um, he would ask them, he would give them that way the opportunity to do things for him and honor their father that way. So it's not just they're doing it, they're doing it for him. We're doing it. Why? Why? Because you asked me. For you, not because it's the right thing to do, not because it's it's a nice thing to do, but because you. I'm focused on you. Baruch ato Hashem. You asked me. You told me to put on tzitzis, and that's why I'm doing it. Not because I like it. Not because it's nice. Not because I feel all high and spiritual. No, because you told me to do it. Whether I feel it, I don't feel it. I know one thing. You. Told me to do this, and that's why I'm doing it. I say about a lady, she came to her rabbi and she said, Rabbi, you probably heard the story. I'll say it over anyway, it's, it's nice. The, I really, really want, what if this only the men have is Only the men have a talis. I also want a tallis. I also want tits. Rabbi said, Why? It's not, you know, you have different mitzvahs, you have a different calling. It's not for you. He says, no, no, no. I, I I, feel so connected, you know, to, to being wrapped around by God's embrace. And um, I actually heard I, heard, I didn't see this inside, but I actually heard in the name of the Arizal that when a lady lights candles, Kav Yochel Baruch was embracing her and holding holding her and helping her light. Candles, as the, the Maran Shabbos says, is a, has a tremendous influence. someone who's careful with the candles um, has children, righteous children that are Torah scholars. We, we'll mention, talk about it closer to Hanukkah. But anyway, the Rav said, No, fine. But I'll tell you, tzitzis, it's a very, it's a, it's a, you never did it before. It's a mitzvah, it's a very, very exalted thing. Start slow. Just get a talus without the tzitzes. Come back in a week, see how you feel. She buys it. She's so excited. Thank you, Rabbi, so much. You, you made my day. You made my life. You made my everything. Thank you. She comes, she buys a talus. She comes back in a week. Rabbi says, No. Wow. Wow, did I feel high? Was I honest? Was I spirit? I've connected to Hashem. I, I, I can't describe to you the feeling that I and I said, yeah, really? I'm hate to break it to you. But you did absolutely zero. No mitzvah, no nothing whatsoever. The garment gets its kedusha, gets its holiness once the titus are connected. Once the tzitzes are connected. Till then, it's a piece of material so what, what do we see from here it's not about the feeling some days we'll feel it some days we won't feel it as Torah Jews as Torah the, the devout Torah Jews we do things because no matter what right? simple Jews so to speak under the craziest circumstances they had every excuse maybe not maybe yeah to do not to do they stood strong. Um, we saw, I remember watching Mirza Sheshiva, Shmuel how he would tell his last breath on this earth, how he was learning, his devotion to davening. It was hard for him, he was weak, especially, I'm talking about two weeks before he passed away, he was ravaged by illness. Nothing stood in his way. And he explained, he says, there was the last dinner. Um, so he, would, he would give a shir before the dinner, give a lecture. It's a whole story how that happened. And the doctor told him, this was less than a year before, I said, you know, don't go. You shouldn't go to the dinner. You're too weak. And he explained, he says, and he was right. He said, the doctor doesn't understand what giving the sheer does for me. He was so, Torah was so part of him, was so him, that gave him strength. At the dinner, he already started feeling weak and he went home. But the, the learning? When he had his first heart, his first or second, he had a very, very bad heart attack, where he almost passed away. And the doctor came over to him and said, "Rabbi, you need to cut down on the learning. Like your schedule was too rigorous. He would learn eighteen hours a day, eighteen hours a day, including learning on his own, teaching and being in this marriage with them and explaining. And eighteen hours a day, the man sat and learned Torah." He was incredible. He was an incredible human being, tremendous tzedek, bal chesed, everything. He was huge, 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 huge. And back in those days, you know, there was no the second opinion wasn't wasn't a thing. And he looks at the doctor and he says, "Doctor, did you ever make a mistake in your career?" The doctor's like, "No, never made a wrong diagnosis." He said, "Yeah." Well, now is your first time. You're telling me to cut down on my life? I'm telling you that's not going to work. And he didn't. For the next 40 years, he kept his schedule. That. So, the mitzvah is a mitzvah zitzis. Mitzvah of zitzis. originally, right? And now, and the, there's um, Rebelsky, Rebelsky himself worked actually the, the blue. It just had a blue string. And has many people wear it today as well. Um, why you look blue reminds you the color of the sea, the color of the, the sky, reminds you the Ben who created the world, who, who runs the world. So you have a constant reminder, as we said before. Look, process, think. who who created all this? What am I here? He created me. Why? What am I here for? What am I what am I where am I going? Who am I? What am I doing here? Where am I going? Tzitzis. And it's brought... You say there are many stories about how Tzitzis protects and protected and, and, and uh, is it like a shield. We'll use Tzitzis as an, as an example, but I believe it applies to everything. It's, it's not, it's not hocus-pocus. It's not some magic. I believe it's cause and effect. Everything's miraculous. The whole world, you know, is always doing miracles and he just dresses it up in nature, right? But it's cause and effect. Tzitzis is, is, is a, a, a vehicle that's used to remind us and, and keep us connected to Hashem. So, of course, it's a shield and, and it's a protection. And there was a story about a young law student. He just got his first internship. A major firm, and they were just then dealing with some crazy fire, like some some sort of explosion that that, that uh, destroyed a bunch of houses, like in a block, in a whole block radius. And people were collecting insurance money, and this law firm got all these cases, or part of them. I don't know. They got all these cases, and this new lawyer, freshy, straight out of college. Got a few of these cases now. One of these clients wasn't the most pleasant guy, and he would come every single day. Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? He didn't care about nothing else. No bureaucracy, no court. He wanted his money every day, day in, day and one. one day they see him walking up again, all right, Johnny's here again. But this time it was not a joke. It was he wasn't willing to listen to anything he came with a gun he went up to this lawyer from boy young boy pulled out a gun and shot him started shooting him boy started running running he was being chased he shot him a good 6 7 times oh and he had a dream this boy had a dream a few nights before this uh, i read it somewhere who heard, they heard it from the boy himself from the man himself about being careful with tzitzis, to be careful with something, something like this, and that the tzitzis saved them. He's running, running, running. They shot him like six, seven times, and he barely. And he ran away. He twisted his foot. Actually, this this criminal twisted his foot on the way down. And That's how they had. They ended up catching him because he ended up in the ER after he couldn't go anymore, and they recognized them on the news because they they put it right before this lawyer passed out from the losing so much blood he he said the name of the of this perpetrator so they look but he went in he had six seven shots he went into surgery for many 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 hours and after a few hours the doctor comes out to his family and he's like white as a sheet he's like they're gonna understand the bullets missed him by a by a millimeter, by a a tiny, tiny, tiny distance, missed the vital organs, meaning a little bit more, they would have hit vital organs, he would have been gone. They just, just missed. And they made a cheshben that wherever his tits were covering him, the bullet didn't touch. Wherever his tits were covering him in his body, you can't make this up. The bullet didn't go. Went in his hand, went in his, near his chest, depending how the tits go, the v-neck, the, the round neck, I don't know how, what it, which ones he had. But it missed vital organs by a millimeter of a millimeter. The Schmidt of titsis. The Lagoyne, they said, before he passed away, he picked up his titsis and he says, look at this world, something for so, for so little money, relatively, you can get to yourself Eternity. Tremendously. It's very, very special. People have them by, by night, but not today. There's no. There's no mitzvah. There's no chiv. Where tzitzes? There is a chiv. There is an obligation to do it. Talas. We say about talas. The your person is wrapped around by, by, by a mitzvah. You're wrapped around by a mitzvah. The mitzvah of tzitzis. And we can talk. The whole sheer just on sisters. There's a lot, a lot, a lot to say, a lot to um, But let's go further. <laughs> to wash, to wash our hands. What's what what's washing? Purification. So washing in the morning really there's two there's um there's two reasons. One because maybe Person, when he's sleeping touched places right, that are normally covered and generally when we touch those places throughout the day you have to wash your hands for right, before you daven before you, before you do anything for the sake of purity Kedusha and there's another reason that during the night right, a person is 160th of death there's a Ruach Roa a bad spirit which goes on the person and we wash that off in the morning we wash that off. Similar, right after we leave a cemetery, we also wash our hands. After we um, and that's why before you wash your hands in the morning, you're not supposed to touch any place in your body, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, any sort of opening, your ears. Not to touch uh, not until you wash your hands, because it could be it could be damaging. Um right the different ways how to wash this three times in each hand, if only the guy says four times in each hand, because you want to wash off that water, that's why, or you wipe it. Besides her physical hygiene, which in general, historically, the being that Jews always, we have, we wash our hands in the morning, we wash our hands before we eat, You wash your hands before davening, just like the Kahanam would wash before they would go to the base, to serve in the base of Migdash, that's why we wash before davening, when we're coming to shul before Avoida. So historically, there were the, when there were epidemics, there was the percentage was always lower in the Jewish communities because there was much more cleanliness, right? Before, wash even washing your body back in the day. And I was reading a, um, a memoir from one of the a Holocaust survivor. He ended up in Uzbekistan, and he ended up in a place where apparently, I mean, it was a desert. There wasn't too much water around, so the normal way of washing yourself was taking a little water, going in your nose and your eyes, and pretty much that was it. This is there's a book called "Go My Son" by Chaim Shapira. Um, so, but but that never existed by uh, by Jews because there was always a mikvah. There's always washing yourself before Shabbos, washing your hands. So that's the you know, physical hygiene. But besides that, or you know, the the, the main the main the soul of it. Is cleanliness of of constantly being clean physically and spiritually. Preparing yourself. I'm preparing my why am I washing my hands? I'm preparing myself to serve Hashem. I'm, I'm taking off any sort of things, negative things that may be on me. I'm shedding all of that to purify myself and to clean myself and to prepare myself to focus and properly serve Hashem. And It is late. I think we'll... Ashi needs its own... Needs a little bit more time than we have now. We're going to go through the, the bracha word by word. It's something to have in mind. It's, it has, when you, it's brought down when you concentrate Ashi has a has a power of refuah. Again, you're, you're realizing how your body runs. You're appreciating how your body runs. Appreciating who makes it run that way. That in itself is a tremendous merit. We'll let Mitcham go through that next week. Thank you all for coming. Thank you for your attention. I do want to mention that all the prayer that we said tonight should be as a schuss for foolish Shleima for Bas Basrachel, for, um, Velabas Leia, and for a little boy, Mordechai ben Chayasarech, have Rafu Shleima, the Thank you all for coming. Have a wonderful night.